0: Comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network.
1: Oh, hey. (laughs) Good to see you. Thanks for having us.
2: This is my girlfriend. We're so happy you could join us. And this is my wife. So this is the infamous and told me so much about you both <laughs> all good things i
3: hope <laughs> <laughs> you can never trust oh, oh, wait a
2: minute, <laughs> and
3: please please don't call me makes me think my mother's around someplace
2: oh. <laughs> episode 297
3: the moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes 30 minutes every time Catherine revved up the microwave i'd piss my pants and forget who i was for a half
2: hour or so it's 30 minutes away I'll be, there in 10. I'll be there in 10.
3: is this a five minute argument or a full half hour
2: you have 30 minutes to move your car your car you have 30 minutes to move your cube your cube
0: you are listening to a half hour wasted tonight's episode happy franksgiving
2: And that's what made it the best, worst Thanksgiving ever. Wow. We all learned a lesson. But you still. The more
0: you, you know. You still have love, though.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, uh, it's
1: Thanksgiving not, didn't we just Thanksgiving.
0: break copyright there it's not
1: with thank- that? Yes.
0: Okay. It's not Thanksgiving for us yet. Sorry, National Broadcast Corporation. You know what? They're going out of business. We will be around longer than NBC will. Are that's really? my prediction. Are they having troubles? Hmm? Troubles? Well, it's just it's the it's the nature. I just of, made up two new words, uh, and that was impressive. It's the nature of network television these days. Revolution, ah, uh, uh, revolution, loser. Uh, revolution. Uh, you know, what I feel like doing I feel like doing the the uh, Doctor Evil thing from uh, um, Gold Goldmember, where he's just like. <laughs> well, <while> Frank's talking.
2: <laughs> I'm actually enjoying Revolution. Yeah. Did you, Are you?
0: Did you see yeah. the? Um, I'm Led enjoying Zeppelin. I'm enjoying Last Resort. Version, oh, last wait, that's ABC. No, I'm enjoying uh, Supernatural. Oh, wait, that's CW. It's okay. I'm enjoying Fringe. Oh, wait, that's Fox. Uh, it's heard- okay. I enjoy The Daily Show. Oh, uh, that's Comedy Central. <laughs> Huh, let's see. I heard
1: Last Resort got. You know canceled. what? There's not. Last well, week. Are, are you serious? I heard. That's oh, what I thought I heard.
0: No. I, saw, I thought I saw a headline. Well, you know what? I won't bother watching the fourth episode then.
1: Well, I don't know. Let me do a quick Google search. I, I have to
2: say, I, can... I, I, I have been keeping up with yes. Last Resort. And okay. it's, a, it's really good. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was saying. It, it had run. promise.
0: Um, I, I don't know if it's just, you know, is it a big budget thing because it's on a, a, a wonderful tropical island? I assume it's shot in Hawaii, but I don't know. I mean, it's got to be. Where else would it be shot?
1: One day ago, as of this recording. Yes. Um, ABC's six 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 Park no. Avenue. No. And Last Resort have been canceled. Aww. No. Yep.
2: Huh. That is a real shame. I like Last. I
1: never, I never. I never. I never watched one episode. I'm kind of glad was, I didn't. No. Uh, Andre
0: Brower. Yeah. Was. Well, fantastic he's good. he's good uh good stuff yeah he's solid absolutely he's solid but uh However, it still makes me sad the
1: the bright side of this see is that keenan thompson of saturday night live yes has a comedy
0: in the works at nbc um
1: and who is that okay he's well the
0: funny you, hey don't worry about it frank someday he'll do something funny and we'll all laugh okay.
2: Hey, he <laughs> does plenty <laughs> of funny things on does saturday he? night live does he yeah. so what that tells you how off when i watch funny saturday night live or faux funny things are he doing yeah, he now. looks at the camera and he does this
0: he does Google Eyes.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's Ooh, pretty Brad, much what he does. I happen, I'm not so. He, um, funny. I think he. Didn't he break in by doing like an uh, um, uh, Al Sharpton. Maybe. Or something? And what's his name? Keenan Thompson. Thompson. There was a skit. He d- he Out. did. Uh, he was Fat Albert, right? Yes. He yes. was Fat Albert. In movie. the highly missed. There was Fat Albert? Fat Albert movie. Yeah, I liked it. Reboot.
1: Actually. We there reboot. was, was a, a skit on Turnout Live
0: a give couple me, weeks ago. Give with me the Scooby Doo reboot. Any day.
1: Uh, Catwoman, who played Cat thing Woman. Was good. Anne Hathaway, yes, and uh, it was a story of the painting. You know the painting of the f- of the farmer family, the the man, American Gothic, yeah, is the, what that painting, the guy is. holding the pitchfork and the guy, right. and they're like they don't look happy yes. at all in the picture. No, they look very serious. Was this, a skit about the story of behind the scenes of that <laughs> painting, which is <was> pretty funny. <laughs> but the way the skit starts out is uh, it's on hanging on the wall in museum, yes. and Keenan Thompson is the um, is the tour guide. Is like, over here Kay. we've got American Gothic. Not many people know that blah 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 blah. You know, and then hmm. uh, all the people in the tour are Asian. So they all pick up the phone all all the pick up their cameras and they're like click.
0: Oh my. And he
1: goes, "Boy, you Asians sure do like your cameras." He goes, "Well, that was pretty stereotypical, wasn't it?" Then again, I was late to work today.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
1: I don't know if that was part of the skit or not, but <laughs> The way he said it made it sound like he had just thought it up on the spot. Then again, I was late to work today. It was pretty cool. Because Kenan Thompson's a black guy, right? That's the stereotype. Right, yes. Is that they work on yes. their own time? Yes. What do you mean, you people? Um, anyway.
0: It's not Indian time, but it's close.
1: We are. I can
0: say that. I'm married into that. I know. For the Indian jokes.
1: We are.
0: It's American Indian jokes. Recording
1: by the way. this before Thanksgiving. So we will jump forward in time and say we hope you listeners had a wonderful thanksgiving. Yes, and that's
0: why this is happy franksgiving, not happy thanksgiving. I, I like it because we have to delineate there between between faux thanksgiving and real thanksgiving. We have a Which we will be celebrating here in a few days.
1: We have a um a couple of really interesting things to do. One is the big announcement that I'm sure all of 12 course, of you have been waiting for. Of course that's yes. relative,
0: you know, yes. really interesting to us. May not be really interesting to you, the listener. So, our apologies. But hey, you know, consult the name of the show. This is episode
1: 296. Right. It is? 296? Six, seven? seven, seven? seven. Six, what did, no, what did the lady say at 297? 297 beginning? is going to be
0: after Thanksgiving, according to the Google it's Calendar. Yeah, it's 297. Right.
1: Okay. This is episode 297. Right. So, Frank had the lovely idea See? of.
2: You tell him, Frank. Um, we wanted you, the listeners, to help us out and figure out what we should do for episode 300. It's a monumental episode. Yes, And we thought, let's get input from our listeners. Of course. And we were lucky enough to get lots of input. Right, Brad? I think we did. We got plenty of input.
0: Seriously, it's it's truly appreciated because sometimes we know that people listen to the show, but sometimes, you know, often we wonder why. But sometimes we wonder, um, you know, is it a passive thing? Because it's much more awesomer when it's an active thing when, when you guys, you know, pitch in and participate with us. Uh you know, that's why we uh we, we truly enjoy the phone calls. Uh Turge enjoys his emails. Um that
1: reminds me I know. have a I have an email to
0: read. Well, in the words of Tim Meadows, fantastic. You know what though? Now that was I'll a funny it. that was a funny black Tim dude Meadows from Saturday was, Night Live. Tim Meadows was
1: it's four fifteen in the AM. I wish I had some and Kavassier. Watching, <laughs> some perspectives. I'll <laughs> save the Turge email for next episode. All yeah. right. <laughs> um so but this episode we're gonna, gonna talk the about cliffhanger. Yes. We're yeah. gonna talk about episode three hundred and our plans for that and your suggestions. We're also gonna be thankful for things because that's what you do at Thanksgiving. Right. So yes. what should we do first?
2: Well, I say we do um, what we're going to do for three hundred because okay. that way we can talk about the date stuff. Okay. Then, then what we're thankful for, and then we're going to end with an interview with one of our listeners.
1: Yeah, uh, Frank and I had the pleasure. Yep. Of uh, having uh, lunch with Brian Nixon.
0: Nice. He listens to Star Show. I wish I could have been with
1: you listener. guys. Yeah, yeah Bill Frank was Bill's on a business. Trip. I was.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was in Oklahoma shooting camera for the Oklahoma Sooners because that's what I do. So Did they
1: win that game. We're gone.
0: Uh, what day was it? It was uh, the, other the Baylor. Saturday. It was the Baylor game. Yeah, we we beat Baylor, so it was yes. worth
1: missing lunch with Brian
0: Nixon. Well, it was. I think the pay. It's working for. It's <laughs> working for Soonervision. You know, I'm I'm the end zone camera guy. I've got a massive studio type camera, and I'm right next to the Fox guys, the ABC guys, the whatever. I've got better position than they do because I rock. And you know what? One thing I found, I this is my 14th year working for Soonervision. I did three years doing stats. I did uh, eight years. uh, I'm trying to do the math in my head real quick. It's not working well. Um, But I did um, uh, eight, nine years. I uh, think I'm going to need a beer. There you go. I did eight, nine years doing uh, audio um, in the control room and then upstairs in the press box. Well, this
3: is going to take a long time. So you may want to get some snacks.
0: That is the best advice you've heard yet this episode. In the last two years, I've uh, run camera. And one thing I found is that, uh, and this is not my thing. Um, This is not something I decided should, this is not the way it should be. It's just, it's my experience that when you tell somebody, yeah, I do stats. They go, great. You go, yeah, I do audio. Great. Yeah, I do uh, press box audio. I mean, I'm in charge of the ref mic and the PA guy and all that. They go, great. They go, yeah, I'm a camera guy. No way! So camera guys... Are the rock stars, baby?
1: If it wasn't for camera rock guys,
0: stars, we wouldn't
1: be able to wait for the officials for ten minutes while they exactly. reviewed play after play after play. Honestly,
0: there, there, there are a few things that charge me up professionally more than, and, and I, I've always enjoyed what I do. I, I enjoy production and television and all that. Um, after Episode doing a live directing a live show, are coming up in just a moment, directing so. a live show, you uh, you 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 get that wonderful decompression after the show ends, but. Um, let me tell you about the I'm not done yet. Do you need Are to? Are you some- doing this all purpose? I'll, I'll, tell you what, I'll wait for you guys to get snacks. Tell
2: your story me. has become tiresome. I'm
0: just, just waiting. <laughs> we have had I sent Brad some drops that he should be using about now on me. I like it. For you for me. You
2: cross your arms. No,
0: Don't get bitter, god. just
2: wrap it up. Just thank no, you. No god, please no. No.
0: I'm no. almost done with my store No. But- Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, okay, so uh, there are a few things in life that are more wonderful than uh, the instant gratification you get by doing this wonderful camera shot and then looking up on the Diamond Vision and seeing your camera shot replayed for 85,000 that, people gotta to be, see. That's got to be pretty cool. It's actually pretty cool. That's got to be cool. Yeah, it's all right. So, So good times. <clears throat> yeah. We
1: petitioned the listeners for episodes, uh, ideas for episode 300. Right. And we had, we had several, uh, bits of input. So what we're going to do is listen to, we're going to, I'm going to read them all. And the three of us are going to decide on the air what we'll do. Matt Heath says, how about some live music from Brad? Yeah. That's not going to happen, Matt. Thank Aww. you very much. A real fantasy football segment. Dang it. That's not going to happen, Matt. <laughs> Call in for the 12 listeners. We I like his ideas, more than by that. the way. Uh, Collins are a must. That's in the running, Matt. Wouldn't you say, guys? Well, I would set, say
2: Colin is in the running, highly okay. in the running. Surely it is.
1: Thomas Blake, a, a listener that we've, uh, I don't recall hearing from before, he sent us an email where he, he, he commented on our, our comment about the Mandarin and Iron, Iron Man 3. Right. Okay. Um, but at the end, he says we should have some guests on and do a roundtable on various topics for episode 300.
2: Okay. That's uh, a little general. That's a little, yeah. <laughs> you guys should do something <laughs> with the microphones. Want me to read to his
1: email about the Mandarin now or later?
2: Uh, let's save it for next episode. Okay. Because we have a full episode.
1: Johnny M., our wonderful uh, podcasting brother, says, Obviously, it needs to be a video podcast themed after the movie 300. You guys need to dig a giant hole in Frank's backyard and have Frank kick Bill down in it. Okay. It's also, not a
0: bad idea, but there's a problem with your logic.
1: Septic tank? Also bring in elephants and llamas and junk and kick each other's asses in slow motion at first, but then really fast. (laughs) And then he says, Brad, you're the tallest. Actually, John, I have news for you. Frank's the tallest, but we'll go with your suggestion. Brad, you're the tallest. You have to put rings in your nose and wear a a dress to be Xerxes. For the finale, the other guys get to throw spears at you. If spears are too dangerous, they can just yell at you very vigorously. If you can get Lena Headey to guest host, that would probably be cool too. Yeah. Just please keep your shirts on. Yeah. Either all that or just bake a cake. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Dear Lena Headey, you don't know me, but my name is Frank Gringon from the Half Hour Wasted (laughs) podcast.
1: Brian Frederick. Along the same lines, says you guys should play some audio clips from the movie 300 just for fun. This is Sparta. Tonight we dine in hell, stuff like that. I I guess we
2: should do that. Yeah. Oh, I will. I've got them.
1: I've got them. Okay. I've got them on the back burner. Uh, I think it would be cool for you guys to act out a murder mystery like the old radio programs. I like it.
0: I I like the way this cat's thinking. He he says,
1: I think it's just an excuse so I can hear Frank's awesome impressions. (laughs) Frank, do Ganthet. Do your Ganthet voice.
2: Um, This is the most powerful guardian in the universe. That's, That's awesome. pretty awesome. What were you going to say? Um, when I read that murder mystery one, uh-huh. that really intrigued me. I'm going to throw this out there. Maybe not for 300 but we should do a murder mystery. We should do one in the future. Yeah. My wife could
0: help. She has actually done murder mysteries professionally. Okay. She I like that idea. A, yeah. She finds them an insane whipping, by the way. John Carroll
1: <laughs> uh, says... How about a reboot? I don't know, John, if you've been listening, but do you remember a little something called Half Hour Weekly? We tried that once already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brody silly, Searcy, silly person, former co host and yeah. in studio guest, says uh, he's got two ideas. Idea number one auction off Frank without his knowledge. Hilarity ensues. That, that's kind I kind of did that once when I sold you to
2: Harold Jeanette. And I had to fight my way out of it. Harold Jeanette. There you go.
1: And his second idea, Highlander edition, there can be only one. Okay. (laughs) Not bad. Obviously, I would win that because I'm quicker on my feet than both you guys.
0: However. No, as I pointed out in our email chain, uh, Brad by far has the longest neck. Of anybody, uh, the three of us probably a bit. So he's got much more to defend because probably a bit more. As we all know, you know when your head comes away from your neck, it's the end.
1: I'm gonna have to wear one of those dog
2: cones, right? This is a little off topic, but do you remember uh our friend Lawson he had that that white <laughs> Lawson. Lawson? Mm-hmm. yeah no, I just uh, talked to him today as a matter of fact. I'm bringing him up because remember he had that light tan uh leather jacket It was a yes. suede jacket, yes, and kay. the collar had uh was all stained from his neck grease oh.
0: oh that's that is too bad
2: Years, and neck years grease. of
1: grease. years and years, not that he's a greasy guy, but oh no, right of course not yes yes. Uh, Joe Jans says, how about a clip show? Start going through the greatest
0: hits from the past like 299
1: that idea. shows and playing but the clips. that would
0: require a lot of editing. Yes,
1: but they all need to pre- be presented uh, like Family Guy dream sequences. You have
2: to set Ooh. up every clip.
1: Hey, guys, uh, remember that time when we were taste testing different Dr. Pepper knockoffs?
2: And then you play the clip. I think there's some validity in that. I think each, if each of us found a good clip... That we could, uh, Do you think it's,
1: do you think it's, I I thought about doing that, but then I thought, man, I don't really care to go back and listen to all 300 episodes. To- so
2: let's do this. Let's, I'm I'm going to just throw this out there right now. Could take years, couldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like you has do one through, through 100, diagram. out through two to 299, and Bill, you do three, or wait, did I do huh? that right? What? What? Zero through 99, one through 200, 200 to current. We all find one clip. Just, just one, one clip? clip, clip. Like. Yeah. And then, so your, homework, I, not your homework... Not bad.
0: Your homework is to listen to... To listen to 97 <laughs> stinking episodes. For Bill <laughs> or just right. go through them. And- no, see, who... Go- okay, I'm sorry. Who gets the first 100? I, I do. You do? Uh-huh. What, did you pay Frank? He just pointed it out. Because, <laughs> let's face it, the first 100 episodes were a lot shorter... Mm-hmm. Actually, Frank's probably getting the short end of the stick because for a while there, we went completely off the reservation, yeah. and we had we we're I having think, like hour and a half, two hour long episodes. Yeah, I think consistently.
1: I think Frank was being a stand up guy and realized that and I, said, "I, I will so shoulder too. shoulder the the burden of I, this."
0: You know what? I think you may be right there. So
1: I'll take zero through ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You'll take a hundred one hundred through one ninety nine, and Bill, you'll take two hundred through two ninety six. Oh yeah. Scan them. You can go through them on the website and think, hmm, was there something good in that? And we'll each pick one clip. One clip. Just
2: one clip, Bill. And we'll have to do it. Bill, look at me in the eyes. One clip. I'm holding up how many fingers? (laughs) Actually, he was doing his index finger. Yes, it wasn't the one you thought it
1: was. (laughs) I was not not telling
0: you you're number one because we all know the Frank's number one.
1: Um, Okay, we'll do that. Yeah. Are you making notes? Yes, I am. Okay. Matt from CGS pitched an idea excellent uh he says hire strippers to wear comic heroin theme outfits for in studio and video stream the recording
0: what were you telling us before the show started he says
2: don't forget the booze (laughs) i don't know what was i saying before the show started uh
0: Uh,
1: bill we're talking Uh,
2: talking about women who work in the painting industry and remove painting off houses oh thank goodness
0: okay well that's totally what was
1: i thinking paint strippers (laughs) um on from on the other end of the spectrum. Wayne Cordova,
0: the geek pastor. <laughs> hey, Wayne Cordova will always have a soft spot in our hearts because, after all, we were the comic podcast 2007. Now, of course, that was really before uh, I joined the show, so let me explain why we haven't won it since. Yes. Wayne.
1: Uh, Wayne Cordova says, have one. Have an episode entitled Phone Calls Wasted. Third, take 30-second phone calls from fans, and as soon as the clock hits 30 seconds, you hang
0: up. Ooh, I like that. That's kind of fun. I kind of like that. the other
1: idea is to have a 30-minute podcast of nothing but dead air. Stay true to the title
0: of the show. That That's my Andy Kaufman tribute uh, episode, and uh, that is uh, coming up uh, I'm pretty shortly. sure that'll that's, be
2: your random audio file. i yeah. pretty sure that's similar yeah.
0: to what we do on a weekly basis um, anyway. By the way, uh, uh, the musical accompaniment, um, I'll have too low for you to hear to maintain the silence. But the musical company will be um, uh, using music from Arnold Schoenberg's uh, uh, 12-step theories. Awesome. So so please look that up. Uh, Arnold Schoenberg, UCLA professor, uh, creator of uh, 12-step theory for uh, music. And uh, you know what? It's uh, toneless. Our wonderful, uh,
1: most favorite listener, Mark Johnson. Hell's fire.
0: (laughs) Hell's, yeah. Fire. I
1: think you guys should do some kind of super show for episode 300. And chiming in just after that, Nuggy ninety nine says, "Mark, every half hour wasted show is super." Hashtag, thanks for asking.
0: Oh, yeah. was the back then? Am I supposed to infer anything from that?
2: No, I think I think. I'm super. Thanks for asking. I think I think that was just a nice compliment yeah. from Nuggy ninety nine. Well, thank you, but. Uh, you know, we've never really talked about throwing a convention show a la CGS super show.
1: Well, there's a very good reason for
2: that. Yeah, it would take too much work and we are lazy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we are inherently
1: lazy. Electric Mayhem
0: <sighs> That's actually a really good point.
1: Says, How about a life of Brian commentary unedited? Half hour wasted without
2: the censorship.
0: I saw that. I love the idea.
2: Let's put that in the back burner. But that is, is that is show. a good idea. It is something that yeah. I think that would. Uh, we could put it on a separate feed if people are worried, or just do the whole. This is an adult-themed, yeah, uh, adult theme, but adult language. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's not like we're gonna just like swear every ten seconds, but it would be topics full of adult nature.
2: Uh, Brad, if you recall, this is going back. We were, uh, or I was in the process of trying to get Mark Miller on the show to talk about Kick-Ass. Do you mm-hmm. remember this? Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. working really hard to try to get him on the show, and we were wondering how we were going to do that because we were steadfast on our family-friendly rule. not using the, the name. Right. And uh, I think it, and of course we never got a hold of him, so right. it was never a problem, but I can't remember we were addressing that. Like, how would we do that?
1: Um, Liz, BDS Murph, says, entire Greatness. show 300 in Yoda voice you must
0: do. And she got the syntax,
1: yeah, I can tell you right now. That Sometimes you got properly. <laughs> ooh, that's not going to happen.
2: Mostly because we would give up after one or two There's minutes. no way we would. Well, we would happen slip that at some point, And then we'd,
0: <laughs> we'd just make fools of ourselves.
1: And uh, Hugo Rivera, uh, Zigo, I believe, mm-hmm. okay, says, Hello, fellow wasters and greetings from the West Coast. Excellent. For the 300th episode, here's a couple of things I'd like to see.
0: By the way, he's listening to this episode 2 hours earlier than those of he you is. in the central time zone. So,
1: I'd like to see Brad reading a copy of Joe Quesada's biography, especially the chapter <laughs> <laughs> especially the ta- the chapter titled How I Fixed Spider-Man for the Better.
0: Oh,
1: I would also uh, like to see Bill absorbed by the Third Army appearing in Green Lantern, just so I can find the answer to this question. Who's stronger? Bill's necessity to speak, or the Third Army's elimination of your mouth. I haven't been Burn. reading. I
0: haven't been reading this title. Apparently,
1: the Third Army, the whole Third like Army thing? thing. I don't know the, what the Third is Army the new is. Weapon of the Guardians I, of the Universe. I bought issue
0: thirteen of Green Lantern just for kicks, and, what they and I read they it, it, and I went, "The heck humans is this?"
1: And turned them into something else with no that have no. They mouths. can't talk. Yeah.
0: Bill? (laughs) Why why would you want to do that? Why would you want to live in that world? It's a horrible idea.
1: He says the smart money is on Bill, so don't be surprised if the Green Lanterns come calling for the voice. I
0: could filibuster.
1: Frank is a little more difficult now. Mm -hmm. Maybe, and I like this one. Let's see if you can work this out. Maybe sharing a spaghetti plate with Lisa Loeb a la Lady and the Tramp. Or... (sighs) Maybe dressing up with that poncho and sombrero like I saw in one of those special past episodes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, congratulations on number 300, and I'll keep on listening.
2: That's actually my, uh, my everyday
1: look. Fantastic. <laughs> That's my work clothes. And then he says, Brad, check your half-hour wasted email. So he sent me something to the half-hour wasted email that I must have missed. And so what I did is I went looking for it, and I thought I'd I'd read that really quickly. Let me find it. Here it is. He says... Hello, Brad. Loyal listener here. I missed the boat. You know what? Now, I'm not so sure it's Ziggo. It might be. I'm confused hmm. because at the top it says Hugo Rivera, which I thought was Ziggo. Okay. Then at the bottom it says Hugo something and like a different last name. So I'm I'm really confused now. What? I'm well, not Continue sure. on. See what it says. It says, loyal listener here. I missed the boat on the donations for the new board, but I would still like to contribute to the show. Maybe a... Maybe get a, this show brought to you by, mention on one of your shows. Just he, kidding, depending on the size of the donation.
0: He could do a number for us or something.
1: Anyway, send me the info on how to contribute and keep on wasting. Thanks, Hugo. Fantastic. Here it is, Hugo. I just got an email from GoDaddy saying, hey, your halfhourwasted.com domain is up for renewal. So if you would like to send a donation to me, uh, if you email me again at brad at com." I'll tell you how to send that donation. I will use that donation to pay for the domain renewal. And whatever money is left over, I will order some Half Hour Wasted bumper stickers. I will send you one. And then however many we have left, I will send to the listeners that email me at Brad at Half Hour Wasted and request one.
2: How's that? Nice. That sounds good.
0: Good idea? I would actually put one of those in my car too.
1: I will give you one, and I'll give you a
3: new one. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I need a do new you? one. Mine has a... this is so old, yes. Bill,
1: that it has it looks like a a negative. Wow. wow, like what was black is now white, and what was white is now black. That's and how really that cool. happened, I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, I don't know either. But it's actually kind of cool. It is, but uh, yeah, it would be nice to update that sticker. So
1: yeah. Hugo, you will help us keep the wasted dot com. He
2: won a secret domain.
1: Yes, Bill.
0: I told. Uh, I was going to save this for our uh, for things we're thankful for. I'll I'll get back to it there, but uh, I uh, I told Brad Meltzer yesterday about a half hour wasted. Did you now? His eyes kind of perked up. Really? I'll tell you more about it later.
1: Okay. Awesome. 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 Very cool. Yeah. If you don't know who the, Brad Meltzer the is, the Brad Meltzer, by the way. Pause this episode and Google. Brad Meltzer, with a Z. Uh, yes. No.
0: Or, or go uh, on demand on your uh, cable system and go watch a couple episodes of Brad Meltzer's Decoded on cool. the History Channel.
2: Brad Meltzer is a best-selling American political thriller novelist, yes, nonfiction writer, TV show creator, and award-winning comic book author. Yep. He wrote DC's
1: Identity Crisis, which he was fantastic. You did. Okay, guys, what are we gonna do? Let's you've heard get the ideas. Oh, wait—that you've heard the ideas. Okay. We have decided on the date.
2: Yes. First, let's let, let me bring that up, and we'll talk about the date. We do have a date, people. Okay, and the date is we're going to do part call-in show. It might not be all call-in show, but we're going to open up the phone lines, right, Brad? Yes, I think okay. we should.
0: Absolutely.
1: It it only makes my day better when I hear from the listener. Not that you guys aren't enough.
0: <laughs> no, we're let's, enough.
1: Doing this podcast. Is a pain in the butt. I'm just gonna be honest with it. And the yeah. only reason I do it, I don't do it for the listeners. I do it for me. And the reason I do it for me is so I can see both of your smiling faces. I don't give a crap about the listeners. I'm kidding. I do it for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, he does it for the listeners. He does do it for ah, us.
0: You, you nice silly news. kids. Ah, wow.
1: Ah, no, but we had him going
0: though, didn't ah, we?
1: No, but seriously, I do it so I can see you guys. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. That's sweet, bro. No, Brad, but I
1: love hearing from the listeners. So yeah, of course we're gonna take phone calls.
2: So the And then date, what? And then so the date is for that call in December tenth, six thirty. Central time Central. is when the phone lines are going to
1: up. We'll start a little beforehand recording, but six thirty Central, we open the phones.
2: December
0: 10th. bam. I think so.
1: Of which year? Two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. Put it off till next year. <laughs> December 2012? when? And, 10. We'll,
2: and we will repeat hey. the number uh, yeah. ad nauseum. By the way, 798-3830.
0: The human race will only have eleven days left, so make these phone calls count. Yeah, make
1: them count. I at, don't want to hear at, like. So what do you think of Arrow? If you yeah. ask me that question, I'm just going to hang up on you because we've already talked about that show.
2: But you can tell us what you think about Arrow. Like, here's what I think about Arrow. Don't go with you, Arrow. right? Hey, I listen to Half Hour Wasted.
0: I don't like. Uh, um, I don't like Arrow much, but uh, I really love Crossbow.
1: I like um, Pointer.
0: So. Oh. I, um, uh, I'm a fan of pointed stick. There's six dollars on the ground over here. That's uh those are uh, um Sarges. Literally
2: there's a five dollar bill and a one dollar bill. I know on the this, ground it's Sarge's it, he, the rabbit is uh their pet rabbit is guarding
0: it. He hasn't learned to uh hate and fear people who can take things from him yet.
1: That is the sound of a $5 dollar a bill. That is hey, the yo. sound of a youngster. not I know I how saw to take it, care of his
2: money? For five
0: bucks.
1: <laughs> Here's the sound of a $1 bill.
2: Cheap. Embarrassing. Five. One. One's classy. One's
1: cheap. Yes. One is presidential. Uh, actually, they're both presidential, <laughs> aren't they? Never mind. So hey, I, I saw Lincoln, by the way. Oh, wait. Ho- no okay. vampires in it whatsoever. <laughs> Very disappointed. Did they skip That's over so the part stupid. where he fought vampires? Yeah, they skipped over that whole part. They said there was a disclaimer that came up at the beginning. We're going to leave the vampires out of this one. We're going to tell you more of his personal life.
0: <laughs> Very
2: unbelievable. Okay, back to the 300. Hey, uh, I heard. Uh, uh, wait, first, hold on, hold on. Call and show. We have, we're right. agreeing. We'll do a yeah, call we'll, and show.
1: we'll take. We'll take call-ins. Okay. Agreements. Who are you, we Fred will, Durst?
2: We will Does have he say a, that.
0: He's the one who, who popularized that phrase. He, he brought it into the cultural zeitgeist, if you did will.
1: He? Oh, yes, he
2: did. He's the one to blame. Yes. I hate him. exactly we'll do right. one clip apiece, right? One clip apiece. And we'll we'll do the family guy thing. Remember that time when. Okay. And um, we'll have some 300 movie clips. Okay. Appropriately. Hey,
0: if I can find the backing track, I'm doing karaoke.
2: Hey, you know what?
1: For what?
0: Huh? For you know what? what song? Yeah. You wanna know what song? No. We, I will it, tell you what song if no, you want. No, no, save well, it.
1: I want right. to be surprised. We might do a we might do a special Let's music. just put it this way. There might be some music involved. Yeah. Let's
0: just put it this way. If I can find the backing track, which is iffy, because it's not a new song, okay. it is a song you've heard before. Okay. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe we should So that narrows it down a little bit.
1: Should we act out a scene from the movie three hundred? Is there a that scene That is excellent, Brad. Is there a scene that where there's like three main parts? I'll tell you what. I'll I'll watch the movie again. Okay. And see if I can't find a part between three people. Okay. And we'll act that out.
2: And we'll need the soundtrack underneath it. I've got it. Okay. I've really? got it right
1: here. I've got the soundtrack. So we got
2: the soundtrack. You find the scene for us. We will act out the scene from 300. Oh, hey. Now
0: I'm. You guys? I'm feeling pretty happy. I just put. Uh, I just put this song in, and I put karaoke in my Google search, and it looks like the first four or five uh, returns look promising. Awesome! It's uh, the music track without the lyrics. Nice. So I can sing over it with my beautiful singing
2: voice. Awesome!
0: You all are gonna. You all. I was gonna say something else. You all are going to poop your pants.
1: <laughs> this is the soundtrack to 300.
0: I'm ready to do it now. We can should we just go this? ahead and do
1: the karaoke now?
0: No, we'll save I, it. I don't want to... Dang it, but it's like three episodes away, and we I'm going to have to this. do it live.
1: Hey, let's um, yeah, let's play, just for grins, let's play the open that we did for the 300th episode of CGS. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <Remember> that? <laughs> Bill had a big part of it. Here we go. This is, for those of you that don't know, CGS, Comic Geek Speak. Was the podcast the comic book podcast that inspired Frank and me to start uh, this show? Yes, and uh, they continue to be one of the best comic book podcasts out there to uh, to this day. But They're the
0: Godfathers.
1: We uh, we created an open for them for their three hundredth episode. It was a live. It was their. Uh, it wasn't was their it? first live gathering. It was the third live gathering that they had. Frank and I were able to attend it in um, Reading, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and. Uh, We enlisted the help of of Bill, the voice of McDonnell, to help us voice this open So, Let me just play that for old times' sake. you mind?
0: 40,000 years ago, in a European cave, man first held up a brush and drew a chase scene. In the 33rd century B.C., hieroglyphs told of legends. Japanese amaki in the 12th century A.D. stamped on hand scrolls their tribulations and quests. In 1440, Gutenberg birthed the printing press, spurring the eventual rise of the comic book. This was inexorable, and without pity. <laughs> From these humble beginnings, <laughs> I'm out of time, okay, um, Protestant Reformation, Age of Enlightenment, Industrial Revolution, Secret War, Zero Hour, Comic Geek comic Speak. Yes, yes! Brian Deemer. Brian Brian Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy D. Shane Kelly.
1: Shane
0: Kelly. Shane. I'm Matt.
1: I'm Matt Kevin Moyer, Kevin Moyer. Kevin Moyer. Brian Crittman Peter, Peter
0: Rios Adam Murder. Tonight we died
1: in Reading, Pennsylvania
3: Comic Geek Speak, Episode 300.
2: 300
3: Three Days, Bitches <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was very proud of that
2: that was a that That's was a awesome. very good open. I was and very we proud even of did that. the intro we before did. that.
1: We did. They they uh, asked us to to nice. get up there in front of everybody and introduce the show. It was it was fun. It was a lot. Fun. I love that music on that trailer that yeah. they used. That's what that was from. Anyway. Okay, December
2: 10th, December 10th, 6:30 Central. We'll we'll pop the number out there. I'll put it in the show notes and uh, we'll remind you ad nauseum till Three hundred.
1: Bill's the new Frank of half hour wasted. Well, Bill what does is that the mean? new Frank. What does that mean? Your toy that you have there. That's, yeah, that's the new Minesweeper.
2: I'm trying to find an app that will we'll the new Minesweeper with these comic of, of, the things to- here. of
1: the podcast.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, Bill got a new tab and he has been he has been uh, mousing it and tabbing it and laptoping it all at the well, same time. Well, it's car. good
0: because it's all we've got. Our TV decided it didn't want to work anymore <laughs> yesterday, so I'm pretty happy about that. I'm sure glad I threw a. Few hundred dollars down a tab. Um, (laughs) And I did that two weeks before my phone died. My phone died last week, and my TV died this week. It's Christmas early at the McDonald's house this year. Well, uh, there may not be a Christmas because I'm having to spend money on. That's why I said it's early. It's Christmas for me. I don't know.
2: Well, with that said, I yes. think it's time that we give thanks. Time to be thankful. And we... um We drew
1: numbers. We drew numbers, and I got the uh, number one yeah. slot. So what we'd like to do now, <clears throat> Frank's idea was for us to share ideas, uh, for us to share what we're thankful for. Now, this is anything other than friends and family, because yeah. that's always a given, mm-hmm. Right. Right. We're always thankful for friends, thankful for you guys. Always thankful for family. Thankful for for my children, I'm frankful. My parents. We're always thankful for that. Yeah, Absolutely. we're not thankful. We're thankful.
2: Okay? Happy Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> so what I'd like to do is I'll go first. I will read my top 10 list of things I'm thankful
0: for. We
2: have another beer?
1: Yes, no, please we do. We
2: a beer
0: drink. It just tastes so good.
2: Once it hits hits your your lips, lips, it's so
1: good. Let me get the music going here. (sighs) This is my top ten list of things I'm thankful for this holiday season. I am thankful for things that make me laugh, like Monty Python, Steve Martin, Bill's audio tweets, and Frank's mustache. What? I am thankful for... The Caramel Macchiato from Starbucks. I am thankful for the things on my glasses that keep them from sliding down the bridge of my nose. Amen, brother. I'm thankful for music. All kinds of music. Except for opera, most jazz, current rap, some country, and Nickelback. It's a good list, Brad. I'm thankful for my own collection of guitars that I own because they keep me sane in particular I'm thankful for the sound of a bass guitar there's something about the sound of a bass guitar that breathes life into me after a long day I'm thankful for mint flavored chapstick because it keeps my lips kissable so say the ladies
2: so say the ladies
1: I'm thankful for geek culture of all kinds, except for the Twihards. I'm thankful for the trash can by the door of the men's room exit, which allows me to discard the paper towel that I used to open the door so I wouldn't touch the door handle, which was probably covered with another man's junk germs. Yeah. I am thankful for all of my exes, my ex-wife and ex-girlfriends, but they have taught me the most important life lesson of all. Unless they are a member of my immediate or extended family, women are vile and evil creatures and are not to be trusted.
0: Amen. It's probably a good thing the music just ended.
1: Well, I've got it on loop.
0: There we go. And lastly, yes, I am thankful. Because if the music bed was still up, we wouldn't be able to cut that out and turn it into a drop. That's what I'm thankful for.
1: Lastly, I'm thankful that George Lucas is letting someone else play in his sandbox. I think it'll be a good thing. Those are the things I'm thankful for this season. It's fantastic. I would like to say that out of the last two, one of them was a joke. I'll let you decide which one. Okay, okay Frank, I believe you got yes. the number two slot, right?
2: Yes, I do. What I'm thankful for. Okay. The Lisa Loeb that visits me in my dreams. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate milk. Yeah. The top halves of mermaids. <laughs> cool. Nuns who fart. Low cut blouses. Rich mean old guys who get visited by three ghosts on Christmas Eve. And then have a change of heart the next morning. That's a very good one. The incredible edible egg. The new meds that are helping with my short-term memory issues. <laughs> Foul mouthed librarians. The new meds that are helping <laughs> with my short-term memory issues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> The brunette on Two Broke Girls, whose name I have never bothered to learn. (laughs) Literally making bacon that the Incredible Hulk is not real. And finally, the power of lemons. Of what? The power of lemons. You Mm. heard him.
1: Lemons. Bill, what are you thankful for this season?
0: Well it's a good question I'm uh, Thankful for cell phones First of all Even though mine stopped working a week and a half ago And it uh, frankly left me in a Tremendous lurch um, I still appreciate it And uh, I, I use it So say we all I So use, say we all We use it for work and for play It fills my time when You know I'm on the back porch Watching the, the moon rise and Really don't have a whole lot else to do At that moment um, It's a It's a trusted companion It makes me feel good I'm thankful for Texas weather Yeah maybe a hundred Maybe a hundred and eight in the summertime But you know what they make air conditioners, and uh, right now it's uh, we're gonna have a seventy-two degree Thanksgiving, while the everything north of the Mason-Dixon line is covered in snow, and oh, well, planes are crashing, and people are having to eat other people's thighs for nutrients and sustenance of whatever sort they can get. I, like I suggest. I've always been a dark meat guy myself. I'm a thigh guy. I'm, I'm side not. Guy. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be racist.
1: No, I, we get
0: it. A, I, I prefer dark meat over light meat. I find white meat is often dry. <sighs> That's just me.
2: Like this list. It's a little well, yeah. Advice, what's next on your list? <laughs>
0: advice. Um, I uh, I appreciate the uh, the Oklahoma Sooners for my lifelong love affair with them. Showing you that uh, you can love a team through good times and bad. That uh, they don't have to love you back. It can be a one-way street. It's okay. It's all right.
2: Love usually is. Yeah. One That's
0: what I've found. And I appreciate them for letting me be a rock star in front of 83,000-plus people six times a year. It's so sweet. <sighs> I'd... uh. I'd like to thank uh, freelancing I'd rather thank a real full time job but for now I'll thank freelancing because let's face it um, working 7am to noon Monday through Thursday is not that bad a schedule and the traffic's a lot easier to deal with so I'm good with that oh but I'm fine with them putting a ring on my finger though I'll tell you what this is why I asked Brad to play me that uh, Beyoncé song. Under all this section. the single ladies,
1: all the single ladies. <laughs> that one?
2: Yes, Brad. Okay. That's a great yes. song. All the single ladies. By in a Beyonce. way, we're all kind of single ladies, aren't we? Yeah, except for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I forgot to include
1: the professor in that list of women that weren't to be trusted. My
0: apologies. No, you can trust her. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got 297 things on this list. I don't know how far I am into this. I'll just keep going. And you just guys go just through number stop. 10. Okay. But I've been going out of order. Is that a problem?
1: No. Mine weren't in order
2: yet. We are up to the third rotation of the Hulk song. That's uh, fourth, uh, just actually. Just for is Bill. The fourth. You did. You got one rotation. Oh, okay. I got one rotation. Bill is up to... Three rotations. Did I ever tell you guys the
0: story of the? Um,
2: All right, give us your last one. We gotta get the Brian. We gotta get the Brian. Nixon. You know
0: what? He can wait for next episode because no, we have Brian no content. Nixon.
2: We're already Seriously. forty-five minutes in. That's this. what
0: I'm saying. We should let Brian sit in on next week's finish episode. Finish your list, please. Okay. So did I ever tell you guys about the uh, mock Nuremberg <laughs> trials? Who did you the tenth grade? You
1: did. Yeah. Uh, okay. Finish your list. All right.
0: Okay. Well, go research that. That'll be my drop. Show 300 Okay uh, the next thing I'm grateful for Is uh, televisions Even though mine isn't working right now It's a black burned out husk Where entertainment used to reside That spot on my wall That tiny little corner Of the space time continuum Where you could go and escape your problems (sighs) I'm sorry It's, It's hard for me we'll get a new TV someday. Who was the guy who offered to, uh, who offered to send in some money? I don't know, if you're rich, whoever you are, sorry, I wasn't paying attention earlier. I was looking at my new tab. If you have an extra 540 bucks, I'll give you my email too. Thank you. I'm also, uh, thankful for, uh, thankful for The Art of Barry Kitson.
2: Okay, he's making stuff up now. Yeah, It's Are on you- my
0: list right here. <laughs> Suck it. Okay. Excuse me. Sorry, family friendly. I'm also thankful. I've got two more things. I'm thankful for Vril Docs. Look Who it isn't? Up. Who isn't? I'm also thankful for Glenn Beck. Because of him, I was introduced to the great Brad Meltzer. And that was awesome.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, listeners. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. everybody. So tell us I what, forgot to
0: mention that I was also thankful for cats.
1: We know that by being in your house. Right. So tell us about how you got to meet uh the great Brad Meltzer.
0: Uh Glenn and his boys are in New York City this week, the week uh before Thanksgiving, uh doing their show from up there. I don't know if it's a business thing or if it's a at home with their family thing. Um but they're doing their show from New York. So we uh uh, we have had a couple of guest hosts this week. And um uh yesterday's guest host, I didn't know this until I was at work already. But uh it's like hey, you know, I'll just uh, go ask the uh, floor director, um, hey Eileen, who's uh you know, who's on today? She goes, Oh, Brad Meltzer. And I went,
1: Whoa, and whoa, then you whoa, and then you, whoa, said, whoa, whoa. Then
2: you
0: whoa. said, Come whoa. on, Eileen. Whoa, whoa. Right? <laughs> whoa. you isn't that what whoa. you said? You said come have, on, Eileen. I have never had the guts to say that to her. No one, I've been around her now for six months. I've never heard anyone use the phrase, come on, Eileen. I will pay you Trust $100 me, if I'm, you say that to her tomorrow.
1: And record it on your phone. Yeah.
2: And
0: I, I, sing it. You know what? I need the 100 bucks. I can't do that to you. If I thought you could afford it, I'd take your money.
1: If I couldn't afford it, I wouldn't have offered. Because I will give you. Because
0: I would do it.
2: All the coupons that I get in my mailbox yeah. each week. And there's some big savings. you talking about debt. the
0: value pack? Yes, I am. Buddy.
2: Dude, imagine. You may have a deal many, here. We're talking twice as many pizza coupons. I mean. Oh, my gosh. Those babies don't expire either. I'm just saying. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, a lot of times you can bluff the pizza kid because he's 16 and you're like in your 40s.
1: So you told him about our podcast?
0: Um, he shows up. And this is, of course, you can see his fine work on Brad Meltzer's Decoded. It's a History Channel show. It's really cool. Um, the last new episode aired in uh, January of this year. Is it fiction so it's or reruns. nonfiction? It's, uh, they try to solve uh, mysteries, conspiracies, that kind of thing. Okay. Some of the episodes they've done um, were uh, Lincoln's assassination. Was it just one man or was it a conspiracy? Um Another episode they did was uh, these uh, stone uh, tablet um, so it's uh, obelisks like- in Georgia that point to the end times. They've done a couple episodes on uh, the Mayan calendar, ending in 2012. So it's like Mythbusters with nerds. It's like Mythbusters combined with history.
2: And Brian- because they're, history trying, Buster. To- Buster. they're, they're Brian trying to Belcher solve... Brian is, is a Brad- writer, too. Right? Yes, he's, written
0: he's written a number of novels. He, uh, um, uh, he said that they... They have literally be on our show, huh? Will he be on our show? I don't know. Um, I didn't have the guts to ask him. I uh, Ah! well, You told him about us, dear. I did, Brian Belcher. How are you? My name is Frank. Um, I don't have his contact information, but he does have mine. Uh, We Uh, were talking.
1: We'll we'll sit there and wait by the phone for that phone call. We
0: were talking um, before
2: the show, and. I think it's Brian Meltzer on the phone. Hold on. Wait. I think we need to take this call. Um, Brad, why don't you pick up?
1: Yes. Is this Brian Meltzer? Yes, he is. Who? How
2: are you? he Brian Meltzer.
1: Now, are you Brad Meltzer's brother? Yes. Can we speak brother. to Brad Meltzer, please? No,
2: he's making a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm writing a I'm writing identity Crisis too. Are you more crisisy? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's gonna be a hit. I have to go now. <clears>
1: okay, <throat> goodbye. All right. Was so dark. It was, <laughs> wasn't it? Dark. So you got to meet him. Nice yeah. guy. Uh
0: he was a very nice guy. Cool. Uh very approachable. I'm sitting there talking to him before we uh rolled tape on the show. And uh just you know, hey, it's really cool to meet you. I love Decoded. I think it's a cool show and it is. It is a cool show. It it's uh it's like it's it's kind of ghost hunters without the ghosts. They're they're hunting for the truth in historical mystery. And Well, it's guess what? So is the show
1: Ghost Hunters.
0: Oftentimes they don't find it's it. It's
1: without the ghosts too
0: because they never find it. Didn't them. I just say that?
1: They never find No, Ghost Hunters has no ghosts in it. Right. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Now I'm, ya. now I'm with you. Now I'm with you. So I'm talking to Brad and I say, "I I love your show." And and by the way, I loved your Justice League run. Here's a guy who's a little bit of a name dropper. At that point, <laughs> at that point, and I haven't been this happy in a long time. Brad holds up his left hand for a high five. Does he really? That's awesome. I, I give him a I give him a uh, you know the. The touching high five, the slap high five. And he goes, I would still be writing that today. I loved it. Cool. And I go, go, dang it. I I wish, you know, that (laughs) as I told him, I loved your run. And Dwayne McDuffie is a fine writer. But when issue 13 came out, I just my heart sank. Yeah, because he was not on it anymore.
2: Now, Bill, when you gave him the high five, yeah. you said it was a touching was, high five. Did you try to inter? Wait, wait. But did you try to interlock no, fingers? No, like Put, your hands, you right put your hands back up. Put your hands back up there. No, Bill. Put your Let hands back it. up. No, I know we see to interle- interlock and he can't interlo- have it. Hands. Can't and have just it. Look in his eyes. I'm having an identity crisis right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is this like it's like Costanza
0: getting back on the plane? Isn't it?
2: No, that's awesome. Uh, you know what? We need to get in touch with them. Uh, um, let's just email them. Okay.
0: I was brokenhearted because um, I, uh, I told Brad, I, I, I wish I'd known you were going to be here. I would have brought like my copy of Justice League of America 1 to have you sign it. And uh, one of the other guys in the crew, um, he brought in his uh, trade paperback of identity crisis and Brad autographed it for him. Sweet. Which is totally cool. And so I was just like, man, I wish I'd known, you know, I would have, you know, this is after we, this is after the show we talked before the show, we kind of got to know each other a tiny little bit. And then after the show, uh, he says, he says, he says, tell you what, I'll send you something. Very cool. Give me your, uh, give me your address. Very cool. So while the show was going on, I gave my name and my address. And then I also put down, um, I put down my, my Gmail account yeah. and then I put down half hour wasted podcast, and then I put h h w l o d dot com cool, very cool, and, uh, and he wrapped up his gum in it and threw it in the trash
1: <laughs> No, let's hope not that's cool, man
0: that is awesome,
2: so, Bill. so he actually
0: asked about the podcast, and i said it's just it's just fun it's just mm-hmm. fun, you know cool. it's just pop culture it's 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 movies it's comics it's it's whatever it's just fun, and uh it's nonsense, yeah, and uh so he kind of said, oh cool so Who the heck knows? Hey,
1: Brad, if you're listening, how you doing? And
0: and oh, also, uh, by the way, uh, Ethan. It's Brad, Mr. Van Sciver. Yeah, Ethan Van Sciver, sir. If you're listening, Brad says hi. Very cool. Brad Meltzer says hello (laughs) to you.
2: Look at Bill Senior Ethan Van Sciver.
0: Ethan, Ethan, Brad, 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 Ethan. Ethan. Well, they're both into the. They're both in the uh, the DC. uh, They're DC bunkmates. (laughs) Yep. Um, And yeah, Brad says that uh, he really digs Ethan. So okay cool. so cool so, man
2: so bill you're gonna have to get brad on the show that if, is your mission well if brad's you, gonna
0: brad's got to contact me because no, no 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 you're gonna wait a couple how long of weeks is how long is, you're gonna contact him.
2: how long has bill he been said, on the show he said he's
0: gonna um
1: he may at send least me uh, 200 maybe okay he's been on here for about 100 episodes mm-hmm. let's give him a, a break because he's been on some before a uh-huh. hundred what has he ever done for us
0: you know? Yeah, Bill.
1: Audio what tweets. have you done
0: for I, us? I wrote the intro for CGS 300. Yeah, it's true. What have you
1: done since? What have you done for us, in the words of Janet Jackson, lately?
0: Ooh, good question. You hey, I. Um, on.
1: Um,
2: Bill, your what mission. Have you done for me lately? Ba, ba, da, ba. I will give you till February of next year, 2013. Okay. And you even have the end of the world okay. To not, to procrastinate on. Right. But. To get Brian Meltzer on the show. If you so don't well.
1: get Brad Meltzer on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to try to get Brian Meltzer on the <laughs> show. <laughs> Brian Meltzer, I don't know. I would effort. I would whoever effort that. I need my you know head for my show. Honestly, I don't give a crap about came, Brad,
0: Brian Meltzer. I came this close to just kind of going, yeah, it'd be awesome to talk to you on the hey, show. Hey. If you don't get and Brad Meltzer on, I by just finally glory, said, you know what? Give the guy a break. He don't, gets demoted to Yoke Monkey. Don't just. I said, let's not just just thrash Brad about the head and shoulders mercilessly with hey i just met you You want to be on my podcast i no, figured I, that's give him a chance to that's listen why to we're it giving you
2: till the end yeah of I, wouldn't I wouldn't i well, wouldn't hit him up either when you first it, meet him unless he
0: unless he uh, puts a fake return address on whatever he sends me then um you know maybe i'll like we'll turn it to pen pals i or am i am going cool. to
2: the official half hour wasted calendar Okay. Yes. I'm going to the end of February. Putting a deadline in there? And I'm putting a deadline for Bill.
1: Good. Either Brad Meltzer is on the show or scheduled to be on the show by February what, Frank? February 28th. 28th. Okay.
0: Or you get demoted to Yuck Monkey. It's my birth month. Be nice to me. You have to spend an entire month as a Yuck Monkey. Hey, um, is this a good time to end this episode on a true high and then come back uh, next week with... A depressing. God knows what, yeah. and and, and uh, the the show saving contribution from our. Fine will this listener, take a long time? Brian Lucas, Brad Lucas. What you're Luxport. thinking
1: about? Will it take a long time?
0: What am I thinking of?
1: Something, something about a true high.
0: No, I was talking about what we just what we just did, like the last thirty seconds of the show. Yeah,
1: no, that's great. Yeah. To recap, Brad Meltzer will be on Half Hour Wasted
0: sometime in 2013 or sooner. He has up to this is like. Jan Brady promising she's going to get Joan Namath to talk at her school. I know, or Davy Jones to sing at the dance. You're putting me in a precarious and uncomfortably precarious situation. Are you Bill, see how I work my way out of that?
1: Are you saying you're not <laughs> man to enough like to do it? Well, is that I, what you're saying? Is I that what I'm hearing know, from you? I don't know
0: how to contact him other than stalking him.
2: There is his website.
0: I will. There wait. is a
2: probably. I'm sure there's a contact yes. us. Okay, and or you just kind of go through the route of I mean right. we get guests here all the time. How mm-hmm. do we get the singer who sang uh, "Perfect Strangers"? We went to his website and we just asked him to be on the show. Okay, so you just uh, you, you don't have to go to any you know at least try,
0: at least try. Okay, fine. I'll explain the metrics and the ratings. Leave it that. or not, I'm walking. Okay, such a good the theme show was song, on the a "Perfect high. Strangers." Okay, no, it's not. Um,
2: to
1: recap. Brad Meltzer on in 2013. Okay.
2: okay. Let me bring up my notes. Okay. So, on February, I'm sorry, on December 10th, December 10th. we are going to be recording a live show. We would love to hear from you guys. Phone and calls? It, yeah, at? phone calls at 972-798-3830 starting 6:30 Central. Okay?
1: That's December of 2012. Yes. Good. December okay. 10th. This year. And you know what we're gonna need I just thought of something. Keep going on oh, We're also gonna second.
2: reenact some scenes and play some clips from from our There will show. be at
1: least one scene from the movie three hundred that we will reenact. Okay.
2: And we will uh play a clip each of us from our um of our previous respected uh yes. the section we Brad have gets
1: uh episodes one through ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Uh Bill no Frank gets mm-hmm. one hundred through one hundred ninety nine. Bill gets 200 through what's this episode 297? Yes. You can even make it.
0: Yeah. I'm going to we'll take the, I'm going to take the clip from this show by the way. You uh-huh. know that, right? You're going to take Probably. this clip. <laughs> Cuz it's in your brain
2: pan, right? But we'd like to hear from you so December 10th. Yes. <clears> 6:30 <throat> Central? Yes. 972 798 3830. That's also on our website. You, if you didn't get to write down that number what's that number again 972 798 3830
1: hey i just have to ask did you guys can you guys figure out which one of my like of the last two things on my list that i was kidding about
0: yeah cuz i you've often told me how you thought the uh, the i know you don't like lady driver was better than the first
1: Neither of you guys are helping the
0: situation. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. Hey, well, the family here. comes here. the family. This is a great time to great pitch time it, too. What's up,
1: ladies? Yeah, we're going to go to uh, a, a nice What's discussion up, that Frank and I had with our, our new favorite listener, Brian Nixon. And next uh, week? No, we're going to. We tap. don't have an hour
0: of content for next week's episode. I'm sure,
1: we do. We have done that many, many times. Many as time. you'll find
0: how long is, out. How long is this episode and, right now? We're in an hour, right? Yes. So so instead
2: of... So we end it right here, right now, and go to Brian I've Nixon. Got, one,
0: I got one hour left where i got to head out to go buy a TV. Okay. So we could, like, you know, do a shorter episode next week and finish with Brian's 30-minute thing to flesh it out. Enjoy, Brian
2: Nixon. We'll see you next time on Half Hour. This Wait, is the it.
0: stupidest decision we've ever made.
2: Hello, testing. Okay, I think I got Brad. Right, testing. Test. Hello, test one two. Yeah, hey. okay. Uh, Brad and I are at Baja. Where are we, Brad? Baja's Kitchen, Baja's Grill, Baja's Grill, Baja Grill, yeah. Baja Grill. Show him. Look what your friend did. <laughs> We're laughing here with Brian, listener Brian Nixon. Brian, how are you? I am very good. How are you guys today? Doing great. So what brings you to
3: Dallas, Texas? Uh, Work. I'm just here in the middle of a sales route and changed back in August, so now I'm down here instead of in the Pacific Northwest. Great. Now, uh,
2: we were talking the other night. You said this is going to be a regular route, so you'll probably be here maybe once a month? Yep, once a month. I'll be here um, in the Dallas-Fort Worth. Where are we again? Wait. We're in
3: Grapevine, which is a... Uh, Don't expect a free meal every month.
2: Yeah, this ain't, Yeah, I just bought lunch. You ain't getting... This is it. Next time you have to buy me, and we're going somewhere nice.
3: Well, I, I appreciate that. And Brad did offer... ...to pay for his.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Edit. I did no such thing. I'll have to bleep that now.
3: Oh, sorry. Family friendly.
2: Family friendly. But no, that's okay. Bleeps are always good. Anyway, uh, you just showed me something on your... Um, on your BlackBerry, why don't you describe it, Brian? And and what happened here? Like, did you put this together?
3: Well, uh, Brad posted a picture uh, on Facebook, and uh, some of the comments talked about it, said he looked like uh, Billy Bob Thornton. So I uh, uh, scoured the internet to find one that actually really did look pretty close, and then... Put them with the together. Same,
1: with the same pose and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, we're looking the same direction.
2: that That's what's funny. And actually, Billy Bob's in town today, believe it or not. There's a film festival here in Dallas this weekend, and uh, he was here promoting a movie.
3: Now's my chance. Yeah. <laughs> you totally need to get your picture taken with him. Wow.
2: <laughs> or you just need to go to that film festival and just walk around and just kind of go, Hey,
1: how you doing? I'm Billy Bob. Maybe I should put the sling blade face on.
2: <laughs> I'm not going
3: to do it for the microphone because they, they can't see
2: it. Yeah. It makes great radio.
3: It's uh, a great sling blade. Did you see how? Oh, that was oh amazing. Really it
2: was amazing. Uh, too bad this is audio. Bill McGonnell actually can't be here. He's in Norman, Oklahoma today. It's Saturday. He's uh, he's doing the OSU game, uh, so it's just Not the OSU. three of us. Not OSU. He'll bite your head off. It's OU. What? Well, same thing. It's in Oklahoma. You know. It's in that state that's shaped like a pot. <laughs> Well, you
3: know, I was, I was kind of disappointed. I was looking forward to, to meeting that cat and just listening to the way he talks and especially, you know, seeing how you guys always put up with it. The way he just yeah, kind of drones. wait a minute. I'm yeah, not yeah. done. The way drones <laughs> on and the way, you know, talks about Yeah, like, Yeah, no, I know. Wait, but, wait, but, wait, I need the mic. I'm still there. <laughs> no, you have Bill down.
2: That's him. It's like Bill's here.
3: <laughs> it's like he's,
1: it, Bill's never, Bill's always in our hearts, so he's never gone.
2: And in our ears, like constantly, like an ear bug. We give him a lot of heck for that.
3: He's like one of those bugs from Star Trek. that just keeps <laughs> burrowing into your ear until it hits your brain.
2: If Bill was here, he would tell you what movie that was and what that bug was called.
3: Bug was, and what the bug was called,
1: yeah, exactly. I was trying to think of what it was, but he, he would know.
2: Well, tell, I'm going to
1: text him right now and see if he knows what it's called.
2: <laughs> so, uh, so, Brian, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your family, about what you do, what you're into, all that stuff.
3: Well, what I do is uh, I'm a, a salesman for a company that supplies DVDs and books and audiobooks and things like that to truck stops. So basically what I do is I spend two weeks on the road driving from one truck stop to another um, and seeing what they need and filling orders and talking to people like that. So I um, see a lot of the country. My old route uh, that I had until August was, like I said, up in the Pacific Northwest, beautiful country up there. and Now I'm down here in uh, western Texas, western Oklahoma, and uh, New Mexico. Um, Gone for two weeks at a time, and then home for two weeks at a time. And what about your family? You got kiddos and stuff? I have uh, a wife and three kids, yeah, uh, 12, 8, and 6 years old. And which one's your favorite?
2: Um, My wife. (laughs) (laughs) Great answer. That's the way it should be. (laughs) So how about, uh, how about the kiddos? Like what kind of pop culture stuff are they into? Well, you know, I just discovered Doctor Who recently. And
3: my sons have both started to really get into Doctor Who. In fact, I was upstairs uh, in the kitchen and from down in the TV room they, were, they had Netflix on and I could hear them saying, the, the 12-year-old and the, and the 8-year-old saying, well, who, who do you like better? Who's your favorite doctor? Do you like David Tennant or, or uh, Christopher Eccleston? And my middle one, the eight-year-old, um, has started talking with an English accent now, which is, call, I, I will call you mum now, from now on, mum. <laughs> doesn't,
1: that,
3: doesn't that warm your
1: heart when, you're, when your children pick up on something that you enjoy? Like when my daughters embraced Star Wars, it was
3: like, all right, I've done my job, you know, made me feel good. Yep, absolutely. In fact, I've got a big collection of action figures down in my office slash geek room and the The eight-year-old now he's he's autistic, so he the has one of those things where you know know, memory is outstanding for him. He can sit down in the or stand down in the room and go, "Oh, that's uh, Mister Terrific. That's Power Girl. That's Black Canary. That's and just boom, 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 never miss a beat." And heaven forbid I move him around, because he'll say, uh, "Dad, why did you why did you move Red Arrow and Starfire?" I don't know, because they fell down and I put them up in the wrong. I'm sorry, you know. So,
2: so when did your when did your son uh, was diagnosed with ADD? Um,
3: when he was pretty young, my wife was really good about noticing, you know, that uh, he was. It took him a long time to talk and things like that, and uh, so she was on it from from pretty early on, saying, you know, let's get this checked out and let's find out. So he's high functioning autistic, so. You, most people probably wouldn't know if you just met him and he didn't have a you know an episode or something like that you would just you know he's a normal kid but if he has his moments and uh
2: as as autistic like so facts and and information is really important to him right
3: yep yeah he's very detail oriented um when we go somewhere where are we going well we're going over to grandma's house and if we this isn't the way to grandma's house well we we're gonna stop at this store oh you didn't say that you know, so you have to tell him we're going to do this and this and this. Um, very routine-oriented. Um, so the first about month of school and the first month when school's out, you have getting him into that new routine is hard on my wife
1: <laughs> while I'm on the road. You know, hearing you describe it that way it makes me wonder if I'm uh, the slightest bit autistic. I mean, because you know i'm very detailed i i when something changes it throws me off and i'm 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 only being half serious but it's it's funny that the way you described that sounded a lot like me in uh, routines and you know details and you know i'm really picky with like you said oh you didn't say that you know i've done that I've said that before you know i've gone thinking one thing and then somebody'll throw that extra detail in that they didn't tell me about, and I'm like I kind of get bent out of shape about it so it's weird it's weird it's very interesting
2: well, so your wife what is uh what's her interest um anything not geeky <laughs> um, is she wendy's real housewife watching no
3: no she uh, she likes things like uh Oh, she enjoys Grey's Anatomy, private practice. Um, one of the things that we, we, both of us love MASH, and we watch MASH almost every night. Um, she's a stay-at-home mom, loves doing that. She taught preschool for a while. She loves kids, and she's, you know, she's fantastic with them. And I'm not just saying that because she's my wife. She, she's just fantastic with kids. So she takes care of the house, takes care of the kids, and she's got four kids, basically, right? Yes, and she would agree. Yeah, Yeah, she would agree. Uh, I tried to get her to read a comic book once, and she just kind of looked at me like I had asked her to smell my shoe. Does
1: she does she tolerate it, or does she make fun of you, or
3: or Uh, lovingly? I wouldn't think lovingly. Uh, She'll make fun. Now she loves superhero movies. Yeah. Um, I'll come up from being in the basement or something, and she'll have X Men going or something like that. So she likes the movies won't read a comic to save her life just and that's fine you know i have I, i'm not gonna say honey you have to do this or you're just not the right woman have you, have you left
1: like non-superhero comics sitting around or showed her one that that she might you know consider oh this maybe looks you know not not adult nasty but like this is oh this is like an adult level type thing as opposed to and
3: I asked her about that once, and she says it's it's not as much, because she loves to read. She'll go through a book in, a, you know, a day or two. She just vor- voraciously reads. She said she doesn't like being told where to read next, you know, and se- sequential, which kind of seems silly because that's what you do when you read. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't want to point that out to her because
1: that's probably
3: a smart thing. Yeah, I thought so too, thanks. <laughs> You're doing that already, hon, when you read a book. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: No, Well, who knows? Maybe she just skips around on the page and, like, you think she's reading, but she's just kind of going through, you know, ah, banana orange, uh, kitchen peacock. Oh, and, you know, just picking out random words all the time.
3: That would make a lot of sense. Why she finishes those books so fast.
2: (laughs) You know, uh, uh, and I'm sure Brad can attest to this, there there are certain books that just kind of cross the lines, like Walking Dead is one of them. You know, I bet your wife might even dig something like Strangers in Paradise. That's like something that, you know, non-geeks usually can kind of enjoy, too.
3: I had uh, the first volume of Strangers in Paradise, and I thought the same thing. Um, but there was some adult language, shall we say, in it. And that, that turns her off. Oh, gotcha. So um, I tried to get her to read uh, Love and Capes. Have you guys read that?
2: I know of it. Yeah, we've, uh, we've interviewed the uh, creator several times.
3: Yeah, okay. Um, and even that, I says, you know, this is just like reading Sunday comics or something. It's not. And she just, she's, nah, I'm not into that. And it's fine, you know. She doesn't. Uh, she's only threatened me if I if I make our daughter a geek. She's okay with the boys being geeky, but it's when the 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 girl starts doing geeky things, and <laughs> then I get the stink eye. <laughs> How old's the girl? Uh, she's the six-year-old. Both of my daughters
1: love a lot of the stuff that I love and it it, I think at first it bothered my ex-wife but I think now she's just used to it you know (laughs) she just accepted it
2: (laughs) well you know since over the last week there's been some big news about uh, you know Disney acquiring Lucas you know any thoughts on the new Star Wars movie you know I love the the expanded universe Um,
3: and part of me is excited and I'm kind of glad that Lucas isn't involved you know
2: yeah i think we all agree we're going to talk about that on on uh, upcoming show and yeah i think that was the consensus so i just want a good movie <laughs> is that so much
3: to ask i just want a movie that doesn't r- rape my childhood
1: <laughs> like frank said we've we've talked about this um recently but um you know i think now that lucas is not as involved as he has been i i think they stand a chance you know which it, it feels like i'm stabbing my friend in the back by saying that you know like it's his deal it's his baby but i mean even i know that some people like the things i love to do some people can do them better and sometimes it's just a better idea to let them do it instead of me you
2: know what i mean and and yeah i think we're all in consensus with that i mean he created a great universe and bravo to him but yeah sometimes it's just time to walk away well, and Brad was just showing me some pictures here before you got here of, uh, of uh, Mark Hamill
3: and Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher. And they're, wow, they're old.
1: <laughs> Johnny M. sent an email, I don't know if you saw it, this morning he had a picture of the three of them side by side. Three different pictures, but put together in one. And uh, yeah, I'm not so sure I'd want to see a movie with
3: those people in it. Yeah,
2: yeah it's, it's, they're getting, uh, it's a geriatric crew. Hey, you know, uh, Carrie Fisher's at the point to where she would, you know, she would be playing a grandmother. She would be the matriarch. She would not be, you know, she would not be the car- uh, bikini-wearing Carrie Fisher, you know, and that's for someone else to play. But it would still be great to see them, and they're just older and they're just wiser at this point, if they're in the new movie.
3: Well, and the books have gone 20 or 30 years into the future, so I was thinking about it. the The most recent books, the characters would be about the age of the people in the pictures, but... Doesn't you know? Seeing them in your head in a book is a little different than seeing them on the screen, and you go, "Yeah, doesn't belong on a widescreen anymore." (laughs) We,
1: um, since we recorded our talk with Brody about Star Wars and stuff, they've they've come out with more news about a certain—I forget his name—but a certain person has been like confirmed as as writing the the new episode and stuff like that so the and, and they've even been described as the movie's been uh, in pre-production so who knows man
2: uh i believe it was the gentleman who wrote toy story 3 oh, and uh, hunger games hunger games yeah oh really okay uh his name escapes me right now but that's that's the gentleman and uh so i mean that's good it's moving forward it's um you know toy story 3 was uh, was really good for a sequel i'm sure you guys saw it it was it was emotional and stuff and Hunger Games was a lot of fun too So that makes me feel good
3: Yeah, it should be fun I, I, I enjoyed Hunger Games Didn't enjoy it as much as the book um, But it was okay for the movie I never felt like she was in any peril You know Yeah, there's, there's the pictures Again, really good for radio
2: Yeah, we're looking at a picture of a, of a mature Harrison, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher I think they purposely got the worst pictures They could of those actors I think so I'm not sure what kind
1: of hairdo Harrison Ford's got going on there, but yeah, that's a hairdo. That's uh, that's pretty scary. Yeah, we're all going to look like this when we grow up.
2: I'm afraid so, Brad. I'm afraid so. We're getting there. Well, okay. uh, Summer movie-wise, you know what? What did you look forward to? I mean, Avengers was the big movie, but besides that, anything else?
3: I loved Avengers. I loved Spider-Man. I enjoyed. I, the only thing about Spider-Man is I thought, really, do we need another origin? Everybody and their dog knows, okay, bitten by a spider, great power, great responsibility, blah, blah, blah. Just get me to the fighting. Um, but I have to say I liked the new Peter Parker a lot better than uh, than the last guy.
2: A- Andrew Garfield, I did like his portrayal of it. It, yeah. it is a different one. It's not our Tobey Maguire. You guys, uh,
1: you guys are both not real Spider-Man fans.
2: I may... Uh, yeah that's true i just like movies you know i you know i but at the same time it's an origin movie Ugh, i'm just that's how come i had a little trouble with uh with avengers too it was just like come on move that that last half great that first half is just like ugh.
3: yeah and that's what i'm afraid of with superman uh next year is that it's going to be the same thing you know what i really wish they'd do just show it as they're showing the credits Show a planet exploding, show a ship leaving, everybody knows it, get on with, you know.
2: My favorite Spider-Man movie is 2, and they did that great beginning where they showed the origin during the credits, like you just said.
1: Absolutely. I have a really hard time believing they're not going to show an origin of some kind in this new Superman movie. I mean, you know, Batman Begins rebooted the franchise, and it was basically the origin story. How come that one didn't bother us?
2: Uh, it it was done well, and that that had a lot to do it. Plus, you're coming right off of Batman and Robin, which left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. It was the worst
1: movie ever made in the history of cinema.
2: So you you go from that. It was refreshing to see. It's like thank thank you for rebuilding it. I'll sit through an origin story <laughs> to get past that. that that's a good point. I have
1: high hopes for the new Superman movie, and I know I've, this is not a popular opinion, but this is. M- This will be my first chance to see a good Superman movie. You know, I I have a feeling that this one will be different. I didn't care for the others. I I have yet to see a good Superman movie. I realize that's blasphemy, but whatever.
3: You're not a real Superman fan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Brad, how (laughs) dare you? Maybe maybe so. I mean, Superman is not my favorite hero. he's, He's not the first or second of my favorite heroes. I like Superman. I mean... Uh, you know, I considered getting a Superman tattoo at one point. You know, I'd rather have a Superman... If I was going to get a superhero tattoo of some kind, it would be the Superman S-Shield. But he's not my... He might be number four, uh, you know, on my list or something. But maybe so. Maybe I'm not a huge Superman fan. I
3: don't know. I think the problem with Superman is he's so powerful, it's hard to do a good story. You, yeah. you can't have him fighting Lex Luthor again. You can't... You know, it's got. You've got to have him fighting someone that he can punch. You know.
2: Yeah, and that's always been kind of my problem with it. If you guys remember uh, Lois and Clark, you know, it seemed like Superman. I didn't watch much of it. I watched a lot of the at the beginning, but it seems like he was always fighting bank robbers and stuff like that. And again, he's they Superman. Were, they were working with a TV budget. Yeah, but, but at the same time, it's just like. I mean that's boring, yeah he's super this isn't going to be a problem for him, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guy can you know reverse the earth uh, flying let's
3: let's see him fight someone that that gives him a problem so
2: Le- um how about arrow have you been watching that
3: i haven't yet i haven't had a chance to see that
1: it's It's incredible, man. it is so good. I mean we talk about it on an upcoming episode that you haven't heard yet but Frank and I are thrilled, and I think we might have convinced Bill to give it a chance. I mean, it's, it's, it's superhero TV done right. I mean, it's really, really good. I don't know if Frank brought it up uh, previously uh, uh, in the other episode. I don't know if you ever watched that show, The Cape. That was on TV. I saw a couple episodes of it. Th- this is like night and day. I mean, that was how you are not supposed to do a superhero TV show. This is the way it needs to be done, and it's it's extremely well done. And I'm not even a huge Green Arrow fan, but
3: this show is dang good. Yeah. I'll have to I'll have to give it a shot. I, it, it looks good, so and I've heard everybody say the same thing. It gets rave reviews from everybody, so.
2: Yeah, it, it it treats it seriously and not tongue in cheek and and uh, you know a lot of those. I think one of the problems that w- with Cape was that it went the traditional route of how superheroes should be a little bit of che- a little cheesy and stuff. It doesn't do that. It, this is just it's it's well, it's like the Dark Knight treated it seriously. You know, people could die. There is peril. You know, there's no, like, wah, wah, wah moments in it.
3: The, the cape did have uh, summer glow, So, you know. <laughs> was she in that, really? I think so. seemed like she was. Like I said, I only watched two, maybe three episodes. But it seemed like she was the one of his confidants. I watched two episodes. I think it only lasted two, didn't it?
2: <laughs> no, it, it may have done the run of six. But I stopped watching after three. I
1: think you, if you wanted to see the final... Episode, you had to go online to watch it. You on
2: you're right. I think you're right. yeah I mean, on whatever NBC.
1: I think they only showed that final one on their website.
2: Yeah, now I guess that was to keep the the geeks happy and stuff. How about sports? You like sports? Uh, yes, but
3: I can't tell you that I don't like certain teams because you'll both not like me anymore. <laughs> See, so you're I not you're not, like, you're not a Broadway Dallas fan? Just yeah. going, uh, yeah, no, I'm not a Cowboys fan.
2: I don't think Bradner are Cowboy fans this year either. I'm always a Cowboy fan.
1: I'm just, I'm still, you know, it still hurts to watch them. I like watching them, but it's my mother's fault I'm as big a Cowboy fan as I am. Because you learn behaviors when you grow up, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, next to God and Jesus, the best thing for my mom was the Cowboys. So... We have every Sunday, Cowboys. You know, God and Jesus in the morning, Cowboys in the afternoon, and that, that's still the way it is. You know, today for me and my whole family, and but uh, yeah, it hurts to watch them lose. I'm not going to lie.
3: No, so what's your team? Uh, I'm a Chargers fan. Oh wow, okay. Yep. How are they doing? Um, four and four, I think. Right, I think they just beat uh, Kansas City, but they. Everybody beats Kansas City. <laughs> the Chargers, that's a pro football team, right? Sometimes. <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> no, we will We will leave. I got to pee in. Okay, so... Basically, the way that I picked the Chargers,
3: this is kind of funny, is when I was in second or third grade, everybody was either a Cowboys fan or a Steelers fan because that was back in the day when, you know, Terry Bradshaw, Roger Straubach, every you know. And... Uh, I decided I didn't want to be a fan of either team, but I didn't know any other teams, so I sat down with an old Sears catalog,
0: and I opened to the page that had all the
2: the helmets that you could buy for the for the kids, and right. I went, ooh, Lightning. <laughs> okay, I can kind of agree with you on that, because as a kid, I saw the Lightning too, and thought, I don't know what that team is, but that is awesome. Absolutely. So that's how I picked picked the, my favorite team, and I've stuck with them ever since. So at least you know, at least I stayed
3: with them through all the crap that they've gone through all the years, but, but that's how I picked them was just, ooh, based on, that's a cool-looking helmet.
2: I, I can remember thinking that Tampa Bay and the Patriots were, were they must have stank because they had the, you know, the Patriot used to have the uh, the Patriot hiking the ball. The ball, I remember that, yep. And then uh, Tampa Bay had that pirate with the, uh, that buccaneer with the uh, a knife in his mouth. Well, and, you know, it takes a real man to go out
3: on a football field dressed in Orange and uh, and red, especially that orange.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think you just made some University of Texas fans very angry.
3: Oh, no, no, no! Just just that orange. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, don't don't worry about that. Well, that well, that's great. Um, Guy, you know we've covered kind of a lot of ground here. What did you think of your Mexican dinner?
3: Oh, it was great. Thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. And
2: uh, next time, Bike. Yeah, we'll get him to do it. We'll have Always him match. buy some stuff. Hey, Brad, did you happen to see what time it was?
0: It's,
1: uh, I can look on my phone. Can you look on your phone?
2: Yeah, I can, but I'm recording. Okay. Brad, how are, how are you doing on time?
1: I'm fine. It's uh, hard to hear right now, but there's a, a really bad version, a reggae version of Don't Stop Till You Get Enough by Michael Jackson playing right now. And the guy singing is doing a really bad Michael Jackson, like with the high voice and the tremor and all that. It's pretty funny.
2: Well, that's cool. Well, okay. Well, let's kind of wrap it up. Um, Brian, I don't know when this is going to air, but it'll probably be at the end of one of our half-hour wasted. I'm sure. But uh, it definitely was a pleasure. Ah, pleasure's all mine.
3: Well, mostly mine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm sure this will air before uh, episode 300. Could you tell everyone what your suggestion was?
3: My my suggestion for 300 was to have everybody either do the entire show with auto-tune or even more, what I think would be more fun is with all the uh, effects that brad's been having fun with is each of you pick an effect and then do that with (laughs) (laughs) auto-tune
2: yeah that would be fun well okay well brian thanks a lot for recording with us and we're gonna sit down and talk some more but uh but we're gonna stop recording all right so good talking to you bye so brian how much do you make a year